Hello there, and welcome into another episode of Mile High Hot Takes. I'm your host, Baylor, joined today by my co-host, Connor, and we are doing week 14 NFL Pick'ems. In week 13, Connor and I as a team went 9-12 and 12 on the 12 out of 14 games we agreed on, or 12 out of the 15 games we agreed on. We each went 1-1-1 one, one, and one, uh, because there was the tie last week. Between Washington and New York. Correct. I picked Washington. Connor picked New York. Connor picked the Niners. I picked Miami. And I picked... Eagles. Eagles over, over the Titans. Over the Titans. So we each ended up 10-14. As a team, we did great. Individually, we did great. Let's keep it rolling. Starting on Thursday night, we have the Las Vegas Raiders heading to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. The Raiders are favored in this one, and I'm going to stick with them. I'm going to take the Raiders. Uh, Rams just brutally beat up. It is terrible for them. That offense can't do anything. Just signed Baker, and for all I know, he might be their quarterback going into this week. Yeah, it, I wouldn't be surprised if he was, honestly. <laughs> I saw a meme that said he's wearing 17 to in honor of his quarterback rating this, this year. Oh, yeah, he's got like a historically bad quarterback rating. It's crazy. Um, yeah, I think Raiders are going to take care of business here on Thursday night. There honestly might be more Raiders fans at this game as well. Probably. I mean... Raiders in L.A. are huge. Raiders in L.A. are huge, and they're close to Oakland, and... The I Rams mean, suck. The Rams suck. I mean, you're used to seeing that at SoFi when the Chargers play there, but not when the Rams... The Rams actually have a decent-sized fan base in L.A., so... It's helpful when you show up and are good right away. Mm-hmm. In L- especially in L.A., you know how they are out there. All right, Sunday morning, 11 a.m., we have Minnesota heading to Detroit. Detroit's favored 2.5 in this one, actually, and I'm going to take them. I'll be taking the Vikings. I think this is going to be very similar to all the Vikings games this season. They'll play well, but you can hang around, and it's going to... It's it's going to come down to that last drive of the game, whether you can get the stop or get the score, and I'm going to believe in the Vikings here. I got shootout vibes here either way. Yeah, neither defense is spectacular by any means, and both offenses are and you, really and, good. And you always come to play against your divisional opponents. Both these teams have something to play for too. The- yeah, if uh, the Vikings win, the division is sealed if they lose, Lions still technically have a chance to I'm not take even, the division. I'm not even worried about the division. I'm worried about, I mean, when you have a 10-2 and two record going into week 14, um, they legitimately have eyes at the first seed in the NFC for playoffs if the Eagles stumble again. Absolutely. All right, we got the New York Jets heading to Buffalo to, stay, to say hello to their friends they beat last time they faced them in New York uh, or New Jersey I should say but you think they can pull it off again Connor no I don't think so do you think miracle they pulled it off in the first place do you think this is going to be like a high scoring kind of shootouty game because Mike White is playing do you think that it's just going to be the nine and a half point game that's being predicted I don't know about a nine and a half but I also don't expect this game to be like a 37 to 29 sort of thing both these defenses are pretty good edge defensively probably goes to the jets but 
Bills in Buffalo. More talented team all the, all around, and uh, I've started running the ball pretty effectively. Yeah, that's been huge. Baltimore is heading to Pittsburgh, and they are two and a half point dogs on the road here. Uh, they don't have Lamar Jackson. They've got Huntley playing. I don't think it matters here. I think Baltimore should win this game with or without Lamar. Um, I think the Broncos have a better defense than the Steelers do. The Broncos also forced two turnovers last week. So it's not even like you can say it's a almost toothless defense, but um, the Ravens overcame it all with Huntley against the phenomenal defense and drove the ball when it mattered. And I don't see a reason they should lose to the Steelers. Yeah, I'm going to be taking the Ravens as well. I think Huntley with a week with the first teamers, a game plan around his skill set instead of... Not coming in cold either. Yeah, his skill set instead of Lamar's. He's a good player, showed out pretty well towards the back end of last season. and It's a similar play style at least. Yeah, and the uh, Steelers playing pretty well, but by no means have they taken massive strides offensively. All right, Philadelphia heads to New York, and they are six and a half points favorites in this one. I'm going to take them for sure. Eagles beat down the Giants. Not entirely sure if this will be close. In division, anything can happen, but massive disparity in terms of talent in my mind. I would agree. I would agree. Cleveland heads to Cincinnati for Battle of Ohio Part 2. I think Cincinnati gets Cleveland this time, despite them having Deshaun this time around. Um, was not th- very imp- wasn't impressed with Deshaun. Looked probably how you'd expect somebody playing their first game in the NFL in two years. And um, yeah, I think the Bengals win this one. I'll be taking the Bengals. There's a possibility in my mind of a letdown this week. Uh, that being said... Their protection of Joe Burrow has been better. Jamar Chase is now back. And you already lost to the Browns once this year. I don't see it happening again. The Bengals are 7-2 in their last nine games. Jacksonville heads to Tennessee to play the Titans. The Titans are favored in this one, and I'll be taking them. I will too. I expect the Jags not to suck as much as last week. But I also expect the Titans not to suck as much as last week. And Tennessee at home, definitely got to take care of business for them. Houston heads to Dallas for a monstrous spread of a game. Dallas favored 17 points in this one. Absolutely taking Dallas here. I think that's a no-brainer. Um I don't know if I would be able to take a spread that big in the NFL. I've never seen a spread that big in pro football. The Cowboys are by far the better team. They showed how dominant they can be in the fourth quarter against the Colts. Colts aren't by any means a great team, but Dallas, when they're clicking, is very, very hard to beat. And even if they're not clicking in all facets, they are a really tough team. All right, now we're into the 2 p.m. games, starting off with Kansas City in Denver. 
Kansas City is a nine-point favorite here. I'm taking Kansas City to win this one and their win streak against the Denver Broncos to, I believe, go to 14 now if they win this one. Yeah, I can't see that stopping. Uh, the Broncos haven't beaten Kansas City since 2015. And I'm pretty sure that was that game with Peyton Manning that they won on the fumble. Yeah, where Bradley Roby. They could have. The they could have just. It wasn't a return. Oh yeah, the, the, the fumble, fumble return, return yeah, for yeah. a touchdown. But yeah. they could have just knelt the ball, but instead they ran the ball and got stripped. Jamal Charles lost it. Yeah, picked it up. Boom, and that was early in that season because then they ended up beating the Broncos in the uh, final Peyton game before the injury. Yep. And when he broke the passing record. Yeah. And then threw four picks or something stupid. I think it was five. Yeah, something stupid. But it's not going to get better. This is not the time the Broncos beat him. Unfortunately. Carolina heads to Seattle to play the Seahawks. Seahawks are favored here. I see no reason Carolina should beat them. Um, Sam Darnold playing better than any other quarterback that they've put in there this year. Um, although it's not hard to accomplish that feat. I think this game might be a little more interesting than a lot of other people expect. I'll be taking Seattle, uh, but Carolina's defense can make this a little interesting as well as their run game. If they can establish a solid run game early, Seattle's banged up offensively, especially at the running back spot. So we'll see if Geno can carry the team two weeks in a row. Monstrous week from Geno last week. He has the capability to put up some really big numbers. Um, Let's see if he can keep it going. Tampa Bay heads to San Francisco. San Francisco is favored here despite being on a third-string quarterback. They should win this game. Uh, Tampa's offense continues to struggle to put up points. They struggled mightily against the Saints, and the Saints' defense is nowhere near what San Fran's is. Tampa can't run the ball. They can't protect Tom, and they're just ineffective offensively at least until the last five minutes of games and it might be a case of a little too late for them the san francisco team's ridiculously talented i expect them to keep it very simple offensively but i fully believe that'll be enough i'll be taking san francisco sunday night football miami is headed to sofi second game of the week here second prime time game of the week at sofi Miami is favored by three against the Chargers. They should win this game, but I'm hoping it's a good game. It has the potential to be a good game. Potential to be a shootout with two offenses that can score points against two defenses that have been struggling. Yeah, Miami is my pick. I think they bounce back after a tough performance against the Niners. And Tua turned it over three times, I believe. Not sure that's going to happen again, so I'll be taking Miami. Same, same. And Monday night, closing out the week, we have kind of a lame game, but we'll watch it anyway because it's football. New England heads to Arizona. They're one-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm going to pick against that, and I'm going to go with Arizona here at home. I will also be taking Arizona at home. I think New England is a lot more limited offensively than Arizona should be. 
Arizona off a bye, no excuses. I agree. And that is going to be the full week 14 slate. Looks like we agreed on 12 out of the 13 games. We have six teams on a super late bye. Indianapolis, New Orleans, Atlanta, Chicago, Washington, and Green Bay all off this week. That leaves us with 13 games. So let's get to some spread picks now. All right, this is the part of the episode where Connor and I pick three teams each that we think will cover their spreads for the week. I'll go ahead and kick us off. Last week, I picked Denver to cover a rather large spread against the Ravens. They they held true for me, so I'm going to go with it again. I'm going to take Denver plus nine here, uh, really banking on that defense because based on the point scoring for the Broncos this year, it's only going to take mid-20s in points for the Chiefs to cover that nine points. But I have faith that at the very least we're not getting blown out, so I'll take Denver plus nine. Second pick is going to be Arizona plus one and a half. As Connor just said, no excuses off of a bye. You're at home. You're playing a team that is less talented, whether or not they've been playing better better than you or not this season. Um, you need to be able to win this game against uh, a team like the Patriots at home off a bye. Give me Arizona plus one and a half. My last pick is Baltimore plus two and a half on the road in Pittsburgh. Uh, we talked about this. We just, I, I just think Ravens are a more talented team, even missing Lamar Jackson. They're going to be running a similar game plan, and they they made it happen against the Broncos when it mattered, and that's a way stronger defense than Pittsburgh. So give me Baltimore plus two and a half. For my picks, I'm starting with Minnesota at Detroit. I'll be taking Minnesota plus two and a half. I think they win outright, and if they don't, it'll be a last-second field goal touchdown. This is going to be a one-score game, neck and neck the full way. So give me that side. I like Cincinnati to blow out Cleveland. Six and a half is the line. I will be taking Cincy minus six and a half. And for the last one on Sunday Night Football, Miami Dolphins minus three and a half over the Chargers. They don't put out two performances like they they don't put out that San Francisco performance again. They come back guns a blazing and let's see if Sandy oh, the see if the Chargers can stop them. And not sure they're gonna be able to. That is going to be it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end here, and we'll catch you on our next one. Hello, Mile High Hot Takes fans. This is your producer, Alex, and I wanted to tell you about another show that I produce called Deep Dive. It's a music plus talk show that guides you through some of the greatest albums of all time, and it's exclusively on Spotify. You'll be able to listen to an iconic album along with the story of the album in between the songs. Search for Deep Dive Albums or click the link in this episode's description.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Mile High Hot Takes. For more content, check us out on Twitter at 5280hottakes. If you got feedback for us, send us an email at 5280hottakes at gmail.com. Mile High Hot Takes is produced by Enchilarco Productions. Oh, thank you.